We meet in the name of Jesus Christ, who died and was raised to the glory of God the Father. Grace and mercy be with you all. My name is Nick Jones. I'm the rector of Lavi Parish here. Uh, thank you all for coming and for those outside as well who've come here together today to grieve the loss of Roy Ormiston, a much-loved husband and dad and grandfather and brother and uncle and cousin and friend. You are all very welcome here today. The family have chosen some great hymns to help us, uh, and we're going to begin by singing one that Roy chose, The Lord is My Shepherd. Let's uh, remain standing and sing together. Shall be 
We've come here today to remember before God our brother Roy, to give thanks for his life, to commit his body to be buried and to comfort one another in our grief, in the hope that is ours through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we pray that here today we may know the peace of God in communion with all God's faithful servants. Please sit or kneel for prayer. God of all consolation, whose son Jesus Christ was moved to tears at the grave of Lazarus, his friend, look with compassion on us, your children, in our loss. Give to our troubled hearts the light of hope and strengthen in us the gift of faith. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Merciful Father, hear our prayers and comfort us. Renew our trust in your Son, whom you raised from the dead. Strengthen our faith that all who have died in the love of Christ will share in his resurrection, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, I'm going to hand over to the, the children now, to Ronan and to Paula and Louise, and they're going to come. Uh, Ronan first is going to come and bring a tribute. Being Roy's only son, I thought it only right that I say a few words on behalf of my family and I. Dad has suffered with his illness over the last 30 years. Never once did we hear him complain about it. He was so determined to fight, and he really proved that in so many ways. He had lots of ups and downs throughout his life, but he always came out on the other side. I don't have many memories of my dad before he was ill, but he really bonded, we really bonded over the summers that I got to spend with him, something that some lads didn't get. And for this, I am so grateful. On behalf of my family and I, I would like to thank our family, our friends, neighbours, doctors, nurses, home care assistants, and all the, health, all the health service for all their help and support with my dad over the last number of years. Thanks also to everyone who helped out with the, at the wake, especially the lads who helped, helped out with the parking and the ladies who made all the cups of tea. Special thanks to Reverend Nick. I especially feel the need to mention my mother, the rock of our family. Her help and support has been outstanding throughout Dad's life, and for this, Paula, Louise and I will be forever thankful. Special mention to Dad's brother Eric and best friend Ben, who are always there to put a smile on his face. We are all so, so proud of you, Dad. Rest in peace. Now Louise is going to come and talk to us about the symbols of Roy's life. We have a few symbols laid out on the table beside Dad that represent Roy's well-lived life. We have a toy chainsaw. Roy loved working outdoors, and this represents the many days Roy spent gardening, sawing, strimming, cutting hedges, and mowing. We have a photograph, photographs of Dad's eight grandchildren, Katie, Tyke, Dara, Leila and Danny, Cloda, Cormac, and Killian. 
he loved you all. We have Roy's pipe, and this brought Dad a little comfort and joy in the latter years. Finally, we've Dad's Sip2 badges earned after years as a staff representative at St. Phelan's. And Dad always spoke fondly of his time there. And Paul is now going to come and read a reflection. An Irish blessing. May the roads rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. May the rains fall soft upon fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Well, please do remain seated, and Ian is going to sing uh, How Great Thou Art for Us. Ah. 
Thank you very much, Ian, for singing for us. Our Bible reading this morning comes from John chapter 10 and verse 27 to 29. This is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking, and he says this, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, you've not made us for darkness and death, but for life with you forever. Without you, we have nothing to hope for. With you, we have nothing to fear. Speak to us now your words of eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Roy Ormiston was born on the 13th of April, 1954, to Roy and Bob Ormiston in Stradone. He joined older brothers Raymond and Eric, and uh, Raymond sadly predeceased him. Eric was five when, Ray, when Roy was born and still remembers the day uh, that he was born. Roy went to school in Stradone and then to the tech before working at St. Philip's Hospital as a porter and the occasional ambulance driver, a job he loved and was very good at as he knew the roads so well. He met Molly at a dance in Tullyvin 48 years ago last week on the 7th of January and they would have been married 44 years uh, this July. Roy was a marvellous husband and was good to all the family, especially to Molly's mother who came to live with them when she was unwell. Roy was very caring and a much-loved son-in-law. He was also a great support to Roisin and the family when they lost Fonsie suddenly. Not only was Roy a great support to Molly's family, but as Ronan has already mentioned, Molly has been an incredible support to Roy as he has battled with MS these last 30 years. Roy and Molly were blessed with three uh, lovely children, Paula and Louise and Ronan. He was a great dad to them all and they clearly loved him and were also a great support to him in the more recent years as well. And then there's the most uh, loved grandchildren, Katie and Tag, Dara, Lila, Danny, Cloda, Cormac and Killian. Roy loved going to visit them when he could and then them coming to stay with him as well. Roy was very easy to get on with and always took an interest in other people, especially in what car they were driving. He loved uh, teasing and messing, uh, but he was always a great help whenever needed. Two friends that visited every week were Ben Brady and brother Eric. And I know Roy appreciated your friendship uh, very much. In his spare time, he cut hedges and trees, as we've got with the symbol here of the chainsaw. And I still remember seeing him cutting hedges from his wheelchair. (laughs) And it wasn't that he was being forced to do this. (laughs) There were other offers of help, but he did enjoy it. He wanted to do it, and fair play to him that he did. Roy was always a pleasure to visit, a true gentleman. And whilst the MS made it hard for him to get to church, he did used to pray every night. 
And he was clear that our final hymn today should be safe in the arms of Jesus. A wonderful hymn written by Fanny Crosby after she lost her baby. Our reading from John chapter 10 tells us about the blessing of being safe in the arms of Jesus. Listen to those wonderful words again. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Safe in the arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breast. Jesus wants his followers to have complete confidence in him as the one who gives total security forever. That is a big promise. How can we know that he's speaking the truth? And in the bit just before the reading we had, some uh, people came and they were unsure as to whether Jesus was this Messiah, this King who could bring safety forever. And Jesus told them that the works that he did showed who he was. Here in John's Gospel, he's already demonstrated his power to turn water into wine, his power to heal a Roman official's son, his power to heal a man who had been paralysed for 38 years. He fed the 5,000. And in the chapter just before the one we had read, he opened the eyes of a man who'd been born blind. The works that Jesus did showed that he was king and showed how good his kingdom will be. A place of no suffering, a place of no sickness, a place of no sadness. Now, sometimes we might say, well, if I saw Jesus doing those miracles, well, I would believe. But the surprise is that many of the people who saw those miracles did not. Why didn't they? Well, Jesus tells them it's because they do not listen to his voice. They saw the signs, but they would not listen to Jesus' word. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. Jesus is saying that if you listen to his voice, if you take the time to listen to his voice, you will discover that he is trustworthy. It's like you step into a circle and you discover that what he is saying is true. You will discover that he gives total security forever. You will discover what it means to be safe in the arms of Jesus. Of course, if you've been following him for some time now, you'll know that to be true, won't you? He hasn't let you down yet, has he? He may have led you through some rocky places, but has he ever forsaken you? Painful things may have happened, but he's never let go of you if you're one of his sheep. And he won't let go of you. Jesus says, my sheep, hear my voice. There's a close connection between Jesus and his followers. I know Roy used to enjoy buying new cars, uh, normally Toyotas, I think. Um, And when you buy a new car, you have a, a great interest in it because you've spent a lot of money on it. How much more is Jesus interested in his sheep? He calls them my sheep. And he purchased his sheep, not with gold or silver or euros, but with his own blood. Do you see the love of Jesus? I don't know what the furthest uh, Roy ever went to, to purchase a car, what the furthest distance he was. But Jesus left the riches of heaven to come to earth 
to purchase people for himself. He knew that was the only way for us to be able to have total security forever. Just last week I saw a couple of sheep that had got the wrong side of the fence and they were near the road. They were in danger. And God says we're like sheep. We've wandered off, gone our own way and got into trouble. But Jesus came to rescue us. How? Well, earlier in this chapter, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The only way for us to be brought back to safety, to be safe forever, is to trust that the Lord Jesus died in our place. Jesus says, my sheep, listen to my voice. When you know what Jesus has done for you, that he's laid down his life for you, when you realise how much he loves you, will you want to listen to his voice? And you discover him to be trustworthy, totally committed to his people. Well, how can Jesus help us on a day like today, when we're grieving, when we're in sadness? Jesus tells us three things about his sheep that can help us today. That he knows his sheep, that he gives life, and that he keeps his people. He knows his sheep. We all want to be known. And one of the things Roy loved about being at home was that he was known. He had family and friends that loved him dearly. But have you ever had that experience where you've gone somewhere and you've felt invisible because no one had talked to you? It's not nice, is it? I remember once in England uh, meeting at a filling station the great rugby player Lawrence Delalio. And all I could do as I saw him in my shock, this giant in front of me, all I could do was blurt out, it's Lawrence Delalio. And he just said, yes, it is. He didn't take the time to stop to inquire as to who I was. He was not the one bit interested, and I don't blame him. Professional rugby players don't care too much who we are, nor do professional footballers or singers or politicians. But Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God, says he knows his people by name. We're far better off following him than some stranger who doesn't care for us. Jesus knows his sheep. He knows what we're facing. But he doesn't just know us. We're told that he gives. What's the best gift you could give someone? The most valuable or precious gift? Whatever it is, it's nothing compared to the gift that Jesus gives to his people. The gift not just of life, but of eternal life. On a day like today, isn't that something that you long for? When you sit by the bedside of someone who you love who is ill, or when, as we will later on today, stand by the graveside of someone who's died, all you want is life, money, cars, Phones are nothing in comparison to life. And Jesus offers eternal life. An eternity of knowing God and being known by him. Knowing that death is not the end. But that's not all. Jesus tells us he keeps his people. I wonder what you're holding on to. Sometimes we try and hold on to our health. And we've heard about Roy's long battle with MS. Sometimes we try and hold on to our money or a relationship and there's nothing wrong with any of those things. 
they just can't give us ultimate security. Ultimate security comes not from us holding tightly to something, but from being tightly held by someone else. Ultimate security comes not from us holding tightly to something, but from us being held by someone else. Listen to Jesus' words. Jesus says, I give them eternal life. They will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hands. Jesus holds his people safe forever. And so if we're Jesus' sheep, if we know his voice, we're in the safest place possible, safe in the arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breast. If we hold to things like our health, our money, our relationships tightly, they might give us safety for a short time, but they can't stop us from perishing. But if Jesus has got us, we have total security. Jesus says they shall never perish. That doesn't mean we will not die unless he comes back in our lifetime. But it does mean because Jesus is the resurrection and the life, he can get us through death. Jesus says no one is able to snatch them from my hand. Notice what he doesn't say. He doesn't say if my people try really hard and are generally nice people, they'll be all right. No, he says no one can snatch them out of my hand. Isn't that a relief? Our security is not based on our performance, but in his performance. The Lord Jesus Christ, who lived the perfect life, died for us. And the moment we trust in him, he's got us forever. No slipping between his fingers. He has you. Well, people look for security in all sorts of places. But if it's anywhere but in Christ, you will be let down. Health will fail. Possessions will fade. People will let you down. Our loved ones die and it hurts so much. But in Jesus, there is total security forever. He is the one who knows us better than we know ourselves, who gives the ultimate gift of eternal life and who keeps us. No one can snatch us from his hands. Let me encourage you today to find true security in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to sing about that safety in Jesus in this next hymn, Safe In the arms of Jesus, uh, it tells us that we'll be free from the blight of sorrow, free from doubts and fears. Let's uh, stand and sing together, safe in the arms of Jesus. arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breast, serenely his love, O shaded, sweetly my soul shall rest. Hark, tis the voice of angels, song to me over the fields of glory over
over the jasper sea safe in the arms of Jesus safe on his gentle breast there by his love shaded sweetly my soul shall rest safe in the arms of Jesus safe from corroding care safe from the world's temptations sin cannot harm me there free from the blight of sorrow free from my doubts and fears only a few more trials only a few more tears safe in the arms of Jesus safe on his gentle breast there by his love shaded sweetly my soul shall rest Jesus my heart's dear refuge Jesus has died for me firm on the rock of ages ever my trust shall be here let me wait with patience wait till the night is over wait till I see the morning break on the golden shore safe in the arms of Jesus safe on his gentle breast there by his love shaded sweetly my soul shall rest please do be seated as we turn to prayer When I say, Lord, in your mercy, please would you respond with, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, today is a hard day as we grieve the loss of Roy, a much-loved husband and dad, granddad, brother, uncle, cousin, friend. Please would you be our shelter as we grieve. Please may we take confidence in your Son, the Lord Jesus, who is the Good Shepherd, and who defeated death for us. Please give us courage today and in the days ahead. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our loving Heavenly Father, 
We thank you for Roy, for his love of his family, for the way he cared for his mother-in-law, for the gifts that you gave him, for his caring nature and for his good neighbourliness, for every memory of love and joy, every good done by him and every sorrow shared with us. As we remember Roy now, make us more aware that you are the one from whom comes every perfect gift, including the gift through Jesus Christ of eternal life. Let's have a moment of quiet just to give thanks to God for something from Roy's life that we want to say thank you for. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We continue in prayer. Father of all mercies and God of all consolation, you pursue us with untiring love and dispel the shadow of death with the bright dawn of life. Give courage to Molly, to Paula and Ian, to Louise and JP, to Ronan and Annie, to Eric and Mita, to Derek, his godson to his good friend, Ben, to all the grandchildren, Katie, Tag, Dara, Lila, Danny, Cloda, Cormac and Killian, and all other brothers and sister-in-laws, nephews and nieces and cousins. Please be their refuge and strength. O Lord, reassure them of your continuing love and lift them from the depths of grief into the peace and light of your presence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we close our prayers by joining together in the prayer our Saviour taught us as we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, again, on behalf of the family of Roy, thank you for coming out today on this wet and windy day uh, to support them in this difficult time. The committal will take place in the graveyard in St. Bridget's Cemetery in Kill. Thank you to Hazel for playing the organ and to Ian for playing and will be singing again in a moment. Uh, Thank you to those who've helped with the car parking and the bell ringing. And thank you to Mullins Funeral Directors for all your help and support and for Yosef for facilitating the burial in Kill. I'm certain also that on a day like today, Roy would want me to express his thanks to you, his family, for your incredible care for him over the years. He loved you and is thankful for you. And also to his brothers, uh, his brother Eric, and to his friend Ben for your incredible support over the years. We are, uh, later on in the service, just going to have an opportunity for sympathising, and the funeral directors will direct those from outside to come in first, so please just remain seated until you're asked uh, to move. But Ian is now going to sing for us The Other Side of the Jordan.
We're going to have a closing prayer before the sympathising and uh, then we're going to play some music just as we, as the family stand and then uh, there'll be the sympathising. So perhaps we might all stand together at this point. God our creator and redeemer, by your power Christ conquered death and entered into glory. Confident of his victory, and claiming his promises. We now leave your servant Roy in your gracious keeping. In the name of Jesus, our Lord, who died and is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.